1: To the Ross Tucker Football Podcast, guiding your gridiron journey, none other than your host, former NFL lineman, Ross Tucker.
0: (laughs) Oh, yeah, it is. But it's not just any Ross Tucker Football Podcast. It is a Finnish Strong Friday, presented, of course, as always. By DraftKings, I'm realizing right now that I forgot to pick a spread the word winner via social media or a sponsor confirmation email winner. That's bad news, but also good news because that means you can still win. And I'll announce it on Monday. So just engage on any social platform with at Ross Tucker NFL or at Ross Tucker Pod. In fact, I'm looking for a quote post on Twitter. That's who's going to win. A quote post on Twitter. And then take advantage of any of our awesome sponsors. we got a bunch of them. You either hear them on the show or you can click on the the link that we have when we post the show that goes to the sponsor page or just go to rostucker.com. We don't take the sponsors unless we like them, like DoorDash and Labatt and whatever. Take advantage of them. Send it to me, Ross at com. Today's patron of the day, William Burke. Love it, William. Welcome to the family. Patreon.com slash RT Media, where you get all of the even money bets in black and white. You get that awesome spreadsheet that our guy Grades puts together. Speaking of Grades, let's get into last night's game. It's Big Show time.
1: The Big Show.
2: All right, Ross, what were your thoughts on tonight's game? The Chiefs, they didn't get a lot of offense going against the Broncos, but they got enough to get it done. They win 19-8. to
0: Weird game, man. I mean, weird. Let's start with before the game, there's reports that the Broncos are going to part ways with Frank Clark. He was, like, on the injury report all week with an illness, but he redid his contract. Supposedly they're going to trade him, or I, I don't know what's going on there. The Broncos did activate Greg Dulcich, their tight end, but then he re-injured his hamstrings. I don't know what the deal is there. I do know this. Travis Kelsey had a gigantic first half. It's weird because it was the best game that the Broncos' defense has played all season by far, but yet, like in the first half, they let Travis Kelsey... Destroy them like wide open, forty yards all over the place. As Taylor Swift was in the house again, I mean, again, I mean, and she's sitting next to the mom again. I, I think they're, I think they're officially official, but at any rate, but it was weird because other than the one Kadarius Tony touchdown, the Chiefs couldn't score. I mean, they faked the field goal that didn't work. They fortunately had Butker make a sixty-yard field goal, which. Um, they needed by far. I said earlier, I'll say it again, by far the best, the Broncos defense played all year by far. Their safeties are good. Justin Simmons, Kareem Jackson was on our show last week or two weeks. Yeah. Yeah. Last week. Um, Pacheco had a nice first half as well as the chiefs got out to a 13, nothing lead. It's the, the chiefs are weird this year, Jack. It's like, we're so used to their offense being so good. Their offense isn't that great this year. They're not that explosive. They just kind of do enough to win, but the defense has been carrying them. I mean, Chris Jones getting sacks, coming off the edge again. But the Broncos end up getting a touchdown with the Cortland Sutton touchdown and the two-point conversion, and they make it a one-score game late. But then the Chiefs go down again. Um Mahomes takes a sack that you cannot take, but he did because uh, Zach Allen came free. But then Bucker crushed another one and went up by two scores, and then the Broncos fumbled, and it was over. A lot of weird plays. Chiefs had a lot of weird plays. There were, like, tight end laterals. There were interceptions. Just kind of a bizarre game all the way around. I was flipping back and forth. Thankfully, I had the the, um, prime on my – um phone and the the Phillies game on my computer on my uh on my TV because it was easier to set it up that way. Phillies game was more interesting, but that's also because I'm a Phillies fan. So kudos to the Chiefs. They won sixteen in a row now over the Broncos. Alright, Greg. I always say Greg sometimes, but I mean Jack. Jack, it is time to talk about game time. You know why? Because I'm doing two games this weekend. And maybe some of you want to try to say hi to me before the game. And maybe you can go to the Georgia at Vanderbilt game on Saturday or the Giants at Bills game on Sunday because you can. And you can see exactly what the tickets would look like. And you can know you're getting the best deal because the game time guarantee means you'll always get the best price. If you find tickets in the same section in a row for less, game time will credit you 110% of the difference take the guesswork out of buying tickets with game time download the game time app create an account and use code ross for twenty dollars off your first purchase terms apply so again create an account and redeem code r-o-s-s for twenty dollars off download game time today last minute tickets
1: lowest price
0: guaranteed
1: want to know which team is going to win every single game on sunday then listen up
2: All right, Ross, we'll start with the Baltimore Ravens. They're at the Tennessee Titans.
0: Kind of hard to go um, away from the Ravens in this game. You know, we talked about it with Greg yesterday. Lamar Jackson's playing well. They've done a nice job um, with that offense. It's just been the receivers have had the issues, and they doinked off a couple of games against teams they should have beat, the Colts game, the Steelers game. That'll come back to haunt them later in the year when it comes to playoff seeding or whatever. I'll pick them to win. The Titans are just so inconsistent. Although, the Titans have been up one week, down the next. This would be an up week for the Titans. This would be a play well and win the game week for the Titans. Something to keep in mind. I'll still take the Ravens to win a close one, like 20-17, 23-20, something like that.
2: Next we've got the Washington Commanders. They're at the Atlanta Falcons.
0: Sneaky good game in my mind, right? Because I like teams that are in this 3 and 2, 2 and 3 range. We've got second-year quarterbacks. Curious to see how they perform. You know, you really want to see young guys like this getting better as the season goes, stacking good performances on top of each other. And so, we'll find out We'll find out what happens here. I kind of like the Commanders in this one. I guess I just feel like they're going to bounce back from that miserable Thursday night game. They've had extra time to let that thing soak in. I don't envision Desmond Ritter and the Falcons playing that well again. So this will be one of my upsets, Jack. I'm going to take the Commanders and Sam Howell on the road over the Falcons Close game, but I think it's 24-20 the Commanders win, and you can let the doggies out.
1: Bosses underdog of the week.
0: Next,
2: we've got a divisional matchup. The Minnesota Vikings are at the Chicago Bears.
0: The Minnesota Vikings. Hard to pick the Vikings to win a game without Justin Jefferson. Now, I feel like they'll be right there. This is a toss-up game, but... The Bears have kind of played pretty well two games in a row on offense. They've got some momentum. They've got some belief. I'll believe that the Vikings can still move the ball and score on offense without Jefferson when I kind of see it. So I'll take the Bears. I don't even know what the spread is in this one. Uh, The Vikings are favored. So I'm taking the Bears to win at home. And I'm picturing it being 23-20. A lot of scores in that range so far. So that's another upset pick for me. Let the doggies out, Jack.
1: Ross's underdog of the week.
2: The Seattle Seahawks are at the Cincinnati Bengals.
0: Juicy game. Seahawks 3-1. Man, I just feel like there's a big difference between four and one and three-two and for them after this game. Same with the Bengals, right? Three and three going into the bye, or two and four going into the bye. I'm going to take the Bengals because of how they looked against the Cardinals. They're playing a home. I'm going to, I'm going to bet that that continues with what we saw from Joe Burrow, Though it'll be interesting. <clears throat> Obviously, I think the Seahawks will do a better job with Jamar Chase. They'll have a better game plan than did the Arizona Cardinals, but I'm going to show some faith in the Cardinals to keep that thing rolling the way it did against Arizona. I'm still not sure they're playing that great. They had to have to pick six and stuff against Arizona to win the game. But I'll take them. I'll take the Bengals. I feel like there's going to be more points in this one. I feel like this is like 27-24 Cincinnati.
2: Next, we've got the San Francisco 49ers. They are at the Cleveland Browns.
0: So as of when we're recording this, we still don't know what the deal is with Deshaun Watson, that has been a puzzling one, Jack. It really has. Um, and they said earlier in the week that if he can't play, then they'll go with P.J. Walker instead of Dorian Thompson-Robinson, the rookie. So clearly they feel like Thompson-Robinson was a little bit overwhelmed in that game that he had against uh, the Ravens a couple of weeks ago. So they would go with P.J. Walker... This is a big moment, I feel like, for Deshaun Watson and the Browns if he's not able to play in this game. Because coming off the bye, I think everybody just assumed he would play. So that's that's concerning, I would say, to kind of say the least if he's not able to go ahead and play in this game. So either way, I'm taking the Niners. If Watson plays, I think it's a closer game. This is kind of a letdown spot for San Francisco, by the way. They played Sunday night. You know everybody's giving them praise. They killed the Cowboys. Now they're coming east for a you know Sunday one o'clock game. That's ten a.m. on their body clock or whatever. There might be weather. I'm still not picking against them. Not the way those guys have been playing right now. No way. Give me the Niners. And I I, I think the Cleveland defense will come to play. I just don't know about this offense. How about? 2416 Niners.
2: Next we've got the Jake Delome Bowl. The Saints are at the Texans. The Who Bowl? Jake Delome. Did he play for the Texans? His last season, he played for Houston. How do you even
0: know that? Just gotta know sometimes. How do you not know? <laughs> Cause he, he's known as the Panthers. How do you even know he played for the Saints? He was there for like five years. That was the start of his career when he wasn't really playing. He was there for an extended period of time. Wow. That's funny, like the stuff that you know like that. Um, you know what I know? I know that Labatt is delicious and people should drink it if they like beer. Because if you really want to take things to the next level – Drink some Labatt Blue Lights with your friends and live life to the power of we. Always enjoy it responsibly. Beer, Labatt USA, Buffalo, New York. As for this game, this is an interesting one. Um, Saints coming off a big win. Texans coming off a, uh, a tough loss on the road in Atlanta. This could kind of go either way. I'm going to take the Saints, though. You know, I don't know that they'll win the turnover battle by as much as they did, you know, this this last game against New England, but I feel like the Saints are kind of getting their groove a little bit. This would be an impressive win for me for the Texans if they got this one. I think this is actually a close, awesome game. It looks like on DraftKings, the Saints are only favored by one, so... They're expecting a close, awesome game. I'll take Derek Carr over C.J. Stroud late, just with the experience factor. But this is not going to be that high scoring, I don't think. This is maybe 20-7. to Although the Texans' defense just gave up the best game ever to Desmond Ritter. So, I don't know. I'll go 23-17, the Saints get this win over the Texans.
2: Next, we've got the Indianapolis Colts are at the Jacksonville Jaguars.
0: So, this is another swing game. They're both 3-2. and two. First place is on the line in the AFC South. I'm taking the Jags. Now, Minshew, going back to where Minshew mania first started, and I think he gives the, the Colts a chance, and I think... You know, we talked about this on the Even Money Betting Podcast. For the Jags coming back from London after being away for a week, probably some distractions this week, doing stuff around the house or whatever, just being back home after two wins. And I do think Minshew gets the guys fired up. When it's his opportunity to shine, he knows how important these games are. But I'll still take Trevor Lawrence late to get it done but I think it's a really good game. I think it's a back-and-forth game. And I feel like I picked the same score like for almost every game. Um, I'll change it up a little bit. A lot of field goals here. So let's go 26-23. The Jaguars get the win.
2: Next, we've got the Carolina Panthers, who are at the Miami Dolphins.
0: Well, this is probably a pretty good survivor pick. This is probably a pretty good pick to lock him up. I don't know how you can feel all that great about Carolina's chances in this one on the road at Miami. Now the dolphins won't have Devon H Chan. so are we sure it's Devon or is it Devin?
2: I think he said, I don't know. I, I've heard a lot of Devon's. So that's what I kind of went with. I know H Chan is correct. I don't know. I know that too. Cause up.
0: we all thought it was a chain and mm-hmm. a chain sounded cooler. Cause you could be like, Get on the A-Chain train. You know what I mean? Like, it rhymed with train, which I thought was cool. A-Chan, what does that rhyme with? A-Chan ran fast? Um, That's a loss for the Dolphins, but they just have so many other weapons. I've been very disappointed with Carolina's defense. I, I was expecting Carolina's defense to play better than they have to this point. I don't know. We'll have to see. What ends up happening here. I'll take the Dolphins. Probably end up winning by two scores. I don't know. I don't know what to to feel good about with the Panthers. I'll give the Panthers 17. Unfortunately, I'll give the Dolphins 31. Lock them up, Jack.
1: Your survivor slash knockout slash whatever you call it. Pick of the week.
2: Next, we've got the New England Patriots, the Las Vegas Raiders.
0: Oh, geez. The uh the Belichick bowl. I don't know. I kind of have a feeling the Patriots although you could have said this last week against the Saints and it didn't work at all, but I kinda have this feeling the Patriots are gonna bounce back. The Raiders coming off a Monday night game where they didn't really look that great if we're being honest, right? The Patriots have to figure something out. They can't be that bad. I'm gonna pick the Patriots to pull off the upset and get this. That's at least my third upset, Jack this week which is rare you know because usually i think that the team that's favored is probably going to win the game nope i think the patriots surprise everybody and win this game i think it's uh low scoring though i don't think either one of these offenses does all that much they know each other very well 1916 new england
1: ross's underdog of the week
2: Next, we've got an old school NFC North matchup. The Detroit Lions are at the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Like, how do you know that? How do you I know was, that? Because I saw that, and I just thought it's absurd that probably the southernmost team in football was in the north. Like, I just that's well, something. First of I just all, knew for...
0: Are you aware of the geography of the state of Florida?
2: I've they, the cities all get mixed up. You get the point, still remains the same. Okay,
0: Miami's way further south than Tampa and Jacksonville. Nice try though, Jack. And then secondly, it is weird that they were in the NFC North, except that's not what it was called. It was called the NFC central.
2: Still, they're not even central. I, I, it's, it's, that's a whole other conversation about the divisional alignments.
0: If you will, they're not central Florida. They're on the Gulf coast. We can't call them central Florida. Um, yeah, they used to be division rivals. That's interesting, isn't it? Um, I mean, I don't know about this one. I feel like I could go either way on this one. Um, I'll take the Lions just because I think they're the better team. You know, the Bucks are at home. Could still be hot for the Lions. The Lions are still kind of banged up. But I'm going to take them. I just think that if, they, if these teams played seven times, I think the Bucks, I mean, I think the Lions win five or six. So I'll take that. They're on a roll right now. The Bucks have been a nice story, but I don't think they're as good as teams like Detroit. So I'll go Detroit. The the Bucks defense has been pretty good. So I'll I'll think it's like I'm gonna say twenty-seven-23 Lions.
2: One more divisional matchup for good measure. The Arizona Cardinals are at the Los Angeles Rams.
0: Well, for good measure, eat DoorDash. When the game goes to timeout, it's time to order on DoorDash. If it's halftime. That's ordering time. Two-minute warning, you got it. That's your cue to order in. Get everything you want delivered while you root for your squad. Yeah, that means burgers, fries, drinks, you name it. And if you have a Dash Pass membership, you can get the new Wendy's Loaded Nacho Cheeseburger delivered. Yep, right now, the Loaded Nacho Cheeseburger is exclusively available with Dash Pass at participating U.S. Wendy's for a limited time. As for the game, I'm taking the Rams. I think the Rams are pretty good. The Cardinals have clearly been better than we anticipated, but I was very disappointed in their defense and Jonathan Gannon with how they defended Jamar Chase and the Bengals last week. Now they got to go against Stafford and Hakuna Matata, Puka Nakua. Cooper Cup. Do you know who Kuna Matata is, Jack? Not from like Lion King. Yeah, there you go. Nice. Do you know <laughs> what it means? No worries for the rest of you. Nice. Days. That you should get. That you should. That <laughs> should be in your wheelhouse. At any rate, give me the Rams for all the reasons everybody already knows. They're just better. They're playing at home. I was impressed with them for the, at least in the first half against Philly. Rams. Uh, I think it'll be twenty-seven. 17. I like the Rams actually end up winning by now nah,
2: 27-20. Next we've got the Philadelphia Eagles are at the New York Jets.
0: I think this will be a close game, uh, mainly because of the Jets defense. The problem is, you know, no Elijah Vera Tucker. That is just rough for the Jets. If they can't run the ball, you know, I do that daily Ross report for anybody that's an Eagles fan since I do so much stuff for the Eagles, I do a daily social media thing on every platform at Ross Tucker NFL. (laughs) If if they can't run the ball, I think Greg talked about this yesterday. If they can't run the ball with um, Brees Hall, that's a problem because then it's obvious passing downs, which is not good for Zach Wilson, not good for that revamped, retooled, re whatever O-line against the Eagles D-line. Look for Jalen Carter to eat up Joe Tittman, the right guard. Look for Hassan Redick to eat up Max Mitchell. Jets better slide the line to the right because those guys have some rough, rough matchups for sure. I don't know, though, that the Eagles will be able to fix their red zone woes yet. If they do, this game could get out of hand. I don't think that they will. 23-13, birds. Super Bowl twenty-five rematch,
2: Battle of New York, Giants-Bills.
0: I'll be there in the booth Sunday night for Westwood One. Looking forward to actually fly back to Philly Saturday night, come home for a few hours, sleep in my own bed, then wake up and drive up to Buffalo. I'm taking the Bills. They're a great one to lock up. It doesn't sound to me like Daniel Jones is going to play, but maybe Tyrod Taylor runs around and makes plays against his former squad. The the Giants O-line, the Giants defense, the Giants quarterback. The Giants everything is bad. Bills, 31-13.
1: Lock them up. Your survivor slash knockout slash whatever you call it, pick of the week.
2: And we'll wrap things up. Dallas Cowboys who are at the Los Angeles Chargers.
0: This is a good Monday night game. I'm fired up about this Monday night game. Cause this is a this is juicy for both these teams. I will take the uh, I'll take the Chargers at home. Kind of going back and forth on it, but something's wrong with the Cowboys. I mean, their defense isn't as advertised. Their offense is not in a great place. Chargers are getting healthier now. There will be more Cowboys fans there, but the Chargers are getting healthier, and Chargers coming off a bye. Give me Herbert and crew over the Cowboys. Cowboys could fall to three and three if they lose this one, uh, which I think they will. Who's who's favorite? Let me check real quick. This might be another underdog. Yeah, Cowboys are favored. A fourth underdog pick, Jack. Make sure you note that in the uh, in the social media post about this game. Chargers twenty-seven, Cowboys twenty-three. Go. Chargers go. That'll do it, by the way. Have an awesome weekend. You guys know I love the screenshots or the shout-outs that when you think I'm doing a good job for Georgia Vandy tomorrow on CBS, tag my social media handle, at Ross Tucker NFL. Pretty good chance you'll get a retweet if you like what you hear and you talk about Other than that, I think we're done here
1: tuning in to the Ross Tucker Football Podcast. Make sure to also check out Even Money, Fantasy Feast, and College Draft. All on the DraftKings Network, YouTube, or subscribe to the podcast on your favorite platform.
0: Shout out MyFrontPageStory.com. I'm just telling you, it's the best gift you could ever get anybody for any reason. Anniversaries, birthdays, holidays will be here before you know it. MyFrontPageStory.com. Then you got BackOfficeScheduler.com. Go-Bangles.com, SteakhouseSports.com, HumanHeadNYC.com, sporticulture, and Pizza Boy Brewing.